Hey, welcome to Home Group Heads Up, a podcast for the home group leaders to equip you best for the conversation this next week. With your host, Jay, I have Perry, Matthew in the room. It's good to see you guys this morning. Good to see you, Jay. Hey, real quick, home group leaders, I want to run through sort of what's next um, in the season of Calvary. If you have new people to Calvary in your group, or you know that some people maybe have not been connected as much as they have this last year, you want to invite your group to Starting Point, which is happening February February 21st. Um, you can go to calvarybible.com slash events to connect the dots between those who need to show up to starting point and those in your group um that'd be a big help for us as well as next week is communion don't forget that and be prepared if you are meeting on the weekend to do the worship service together prepare your group ahead of time for communion along with us uh communicate with your campus leader about what your group is doing um in this season there's a lot of moving parts so the more you communicate to us, the better off we are as a group as a whole. So make sure you're communicating what your group's doing. If you're meeting on the weekends, if you're meeting in person or on Zoom, you're meeting on the weekday, what day of that week would that be? that just help us make sure we have all the dots um, connected and making sure the website is up and um, current, okay? That'd be a big help. And then also, here's a shameless plug for myself is the weekly podcast. Um, it's at calvarybible.com slash the weekly. If you want to learn how to subscribe, it's a podcast that Thomas and I basically host. And then we have those who preach the following week, come in and sort of debrief what they preach about, uh, get questions answered at the weekly at calvarybible.com. Hey, Jay, what Jay, are you going to use the weekly to advertise this podcast? I should. I Oh, you, you should. That'd be really to. good. But The Weekly is a podcast for you. What would you say The Weekly does for you, Matthew? Well, so this week, and I, I think it's a big reason why I wanted to plug it this week, is Jay and Thomas do a great job of connecting the what was talked about last Sunday with what's coming up this Sunday in John 10. Because we're, we're in the same passage, spoiler alert, uh, as we were last week. And so... The weekly, I think this they did a great job of detailing some more historical context of what shepherding looks like in in the first century and and how they were to understand it versus how we don't understand it today. And because uh, I mean, I, I've never been around a sheep in my life, so uh, yeah, it, it does a really good job of unpacking some other details that we didn't have time to talk about on Sunday or we're not aware of, or so it, it, it's just a great podcast that helps expound upon the, the principles that were talked about on Sundays. Well, I need to now buy you your next hot chocolate since you don't drink coffee. Cause you just gave me a great plug. You're uh, welcome. I had no idea that you'd never been around a sheet before. I feel like I'm learning all kinds of new things about you here on the podcast. That's cool. That's, that's what it's here for. Okay. Awesome. That's awesome. Well, the weekly and it's just to keep you updated what's in the life of the church sometimes we talk about what's coming and going in news of calvary as well yeah anything else perry you want to add about the weekly no i just i think it's good to hear that every every week we have um, a lot of information a lot of content that has to go in what people call the cutting room floor where it doesn't make it into the sermon uh, but it's certainly good information, relevant things about the biblical passage and just just fun to kind of hear about um, not to 
date myself too much, but the Paul Harvey on things, the rest of the story <laughs> where you get to hear um, the other aspects of the sermon that didn't actually come out in the sermon itself because you, um, there just wasn't time for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't understand that reference. Yeah, I know you wouldn't, Matthew. I'll tell you about it later. Okay. So let's jump into what we're talking about this week to get our home group leaders ready to go. As you know, there's a leader's guide. I don't know. Some Sometimes group leaders don't realize there's a leader's guide to the sermon questions. So um, click on the leader's guide and you'll see that you'll know you're in the leader's guide when things are in red on exactly. your page. So uh, this week we were talking about Jesus saying, I am the good shepherd. Um, it's going to be a fantastic weekend. We listened to Zach already record the message and then on your perspective campuses sort of know where the guys are going this weekend. Um, but let's take a look at the leader guide and what's a... What, few questions that really stand out to you to give our group leaders a heads up of what to expect. Yeah, one of the big things that's in this passage and that will come out in the sermon is the difference between Jesus and the hired hand. Um, That's just a a contrast between the good shepherd and the hired hand. And Jesus talks about um, how the good shepherd is distinct from the hired hand. Um, the hired hand cares primarily about the paycheck side of things. The good shepherd, though, is good for multiple reasons. If you're listening to the online sermon, you'll hear um, Zach talk about those three reasons that he has in this sermon. I would imagine that the sermon that you'll hear in Erie and in Boulder will be similar to that. Zach will be preaching um, a pretty identical sermon in Thornton this weekend as what he did online. So just pay attention to those contrasts that you hear. So you'll have a question about that. Um, For example, question number four on the guide for this week or in the discussion questions for this week is Jesus contrasts the good shepherd with the hired hand in verses 11 through 13. What are the main differences you see? Um, That's just looking at the passage and and you you see the pretty clear distinctions that Jesus makes between those two. That's one of the the main... um, points that Jesus is making the higher. And this of course goes back to what we talked about last week in chapter nine, where the um, Pharisees, the religious leaders of Israel are um, reacting in this way to Jesus's miracle where he healed the blind man. And they are shutting this man out of the synagogue because he's claiming that Jesus is the one who healed him. And um, the Pharisees will have none of that, and so they kick him out of the synagogue. They are the shepherds of Israel, but they are not good shepherds. So Jesus is making the distinction between them and himself through this metaphor of the good shepherd. Yeah, that's a great heads up on that one. Yeah, uh, to to break down the sermon a little bit more as well is uh, probably the general idea that all three communicators will take this weekend will be breaking down what is the good shepherd and yeah, contrasting it to the hired hand. And uh, at least for Zach on, on in the Thornton campus, he breaks it down to three different sections of, well, the good shepherd uh, sacrifices himself. The good shepherd knows his sheep and they know him. And, and he has, uh, and then the good shepherd also has the authority to do all the promises that he has been saying in, in John 10. And so kind of through those, like pick one that is resonating with your group of those three of, uh, maybe it's the knowing Jesus and knowing his voice. And there, there are some questions in there of uh, the, the third question. What does it look like to know Jesus's voice? It could be a great discussion to have. And um, on the online 
sermon and then uh, I'm assuming again in Zach's, he'll also do this on Sunday morning in Thornton is he kind of talks through like his story of, of how he first heard the the voice of the shepherd calling him into the flock. And that could be a really sweet time for, for you and your group to have of talking through the first times that you guys heard the voice. Maybe there's some in your group that haven't heard the voice and this could be a great opportunity for them to begin to understand what the voice of Jesus is saying to them. Yeah, that's a great insight, Matthew. Now, at the bottom of the page, we have a section we always call Going Deeper, a.k.a. Extra Credit. Um, and this is a unique one for you and your group. So, Perry, do you want to walk us through what that possibly could look like? Sure. So the the gist of it is to take Psalm 23, you know, very well-known, familiar passage to most people about how the Lord is our shepherd. The Lord is, you know, David is even more personal. He says, the Lord is my shepherd. Um, so the exercise that we're asking people to do or inviting you to do um, is something that you could do on your own individually, but we really think it would be great if you could do this as a group where you take Psalm 23 and in your mind, in light of John chapter 10, that you replace the word Lord, which comes from the Hebrew word, the Hebrew name Yahweh. It's just translated in Lord, all capital letters in our English translations. And you replace that with Jesus. Jesus is the good shepherd. David only knew of God's name as Yahweh, but we know of God's name as Jesus now. Um, And John chapter 10 makes a clear link back to that idea of the good shepherd that runs throughout scripture. And we know that Jesus is the fulfillment of what the ideal, good, noble, true shepherd is. So replace, replace Lord with Jesus. So you would say like this, Jesus is my shepherd. I shall not want Jesus makes me lie down in green pastures. And you just repeat and go through that line by line. And where you see he um, and where you see Lord, replace it with Jesus's name. And then think about that as, as you go through it, asking yourself the question, how have you seen Jesus fulfill these things or do these things in your life? How is Jesus fulfilling this psalm for you? And talk about that with your group. We think that that could be a really good, helpful discussion to just be reminded of how that there are so many ways that Jesus is good as a shepherd in our life. And so this is a, a time where you can reflect on that in your own personal life, but also have a corporate discussion with your group about how Jesus has been this way for you all in your group as well. Yeah, that's great, Perry. Um, just important to realize you as a home group leader, it's you're helping invite people into their next step with Jesus, whatever that step might be. So continue to pray for your group, continue to seek out the Lord in your group. And I would really encourage you to go deeper, AKA do the extra credit this week, even though it might feel a little awkward, it might lead to some really good spiritual fruit. We love you home group leaders. So proud of you praying for you. Talk to you very soon.